All right, welcome everybody. This is the CSRN uh, Video Minutes. It's our weekly podcast where we talk about some of the things that we've done last week, uh, some of the things that we got going on in the very future, like Kwanzaa and some other things that's happening, and some of the things that we're doing right now. I'm Brother Washington Muhammad. I use the pronouns he and him. I'm one of the co-founders of CSRN along with Mike Leonardi and Jabril Bay. Both of them are on Facebook, so if you want to take a look at their, their page, you can, but do it at your own risk. Uh, so shout out to uh, Jabril Bay. Shout out to Mike Leonardi for having a vision that you can advocate for the betterment of our people outside of religion, outside of politics. They came up with a really great idea, and they asked me, to come in and help do some planning. And here we are, Jody, uh, past seven years. Seven years later. (laughs) We just celebrated seven years on November 24th. Man, all right? Seven years getting in as a um, uh, community organization or group or whatever you want to call us, we show up. A collective of people who care. Okay, all right. Okay, that didn't sound that menacing, but okay, all right. All right. It's not menacing unless you're scared. All right. Okay, well, all right. I ain't going to say I'm scared, but all right. But uh, if this is the home of Black Lives Matters, the home of Justice or Else, and today what I have on for those who may be uh, visually challenged, I have on a sweater with a sport shirt underneath, so it looks like I just got off work at Google, all right, instead of coming to the revolution. But Very conservative with the little zipper on the fleece. Right, right, right. So I got to get that back, too. I got my glasses from Optico by Twix in between. And if you want some really great glasses, uh, check out my sister and your sister, Christian Moncrief. You'll find her in the Optico uh, bus that she has parked up at. Swain Field sometimes, and she has a part at many different uh, community events. So if you want some smart-looking glasses. Does she do sunglasses? Uh, she does it all. Uh, Whatever you want that's, <clears throat> that also has a prescription with it, because she is she's the real deal. Does she do non-prescriptive things? Give her a call and tell her to give you the Brother Washington price, which <laughs> might be $20 more, all right, with my background. But um, as I said, we're the, this home of Black Lives Matter, Justice Orwell's, um, and we love serving our people. We love uh, speaking truth to power, and we have a unique way of doing it. Uh, Jody, I think that's it for me. Um, what about you? And what do you have on? And is that another necklace? All right. So, Jody, if you can introduce yourself, and then we're going to get right into our mission statement. Alrighty, everybody. Jody J. Summers, child of the system, better known as Spoken Truth. So, um, also for the people that's new or that are visually impaired, uh, people ask us all the time, why is he just on his phone? Because we are grassroots. We don't pay people to advertise. We don't boost posts because this is not our money. Um, We just have a kind of podcast and we got to make sure it's managed. So that's what you see me on my phone doing. If you get a notification that we're live or there's something's going on, it has to be done. It's better to be transparent than over here off camera doing something that doesn't make sense. So y'all get to see it. Um, I am the treasurer of this wonderful organization 
that has been a very interesting journey um, mm -hmm. through a whole bunch of stuff. And for those of you that are visually impaired, I am a big brown skinned bear of a man that is covered in tattoos and crystals from journeys and travels where I actually get to see the people and I just buy online in bulk because nothing goes on my body or my person from somebody I haven't met and look mm. them in their eyes. The shirt I'm wearing was this year's Momentum event that we had here in Toledo, which I was one of the featured artists that performed. I was also um, on the boardwalk of uh, mm. previous winners for the O to the Zip Code and wow. our movie premiere. The first movie shot in Toledo, shout out to Sons of Toledo and the cast, the crew and everybody. We should be getting a ring here soon. I heard a little birdie told me the other day, but I ain't okay. gonna say too much. All right. But, uh, it was an amazing experience and I'm wearing just a normal shirt that keeps other items that I have on me. And uh, the shirt is from Filthy Feathers. A lot of the clothing and stuff you may see me look like, uh, what was that book? Finding um, Waldo. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that is intentional because as I look back over my history, I don't want to see drunken photos of me at parties and stuff. It's just going to be weird seeing me doing this fist and thousands of photos that I just kind of changed okay. as the years go That's on. Awesome. So I kind of like that. But um, what I'm about to read here too, because when we did have in-person in -person meetings, which may be coming back. I mean, yeah, we're going to be talking about outside. that. Right. Going to talk about that later on. And hopefully if you're in the chat, chime in, yep, you know, regarding. Up, like right. this. Leave a comment if you got questions and stuff. We try to be as interactive as possible since we can't always see you. Or there's not always a protest, march, die-in, something going on. So this is our way to connect back to you and let you know we're still here. Uh, regardless of anything going on, there's always something to be done in let's just call it the urban community. Okay, fine. Nah, we don't call it the black community. Because right, that's whatever. the word that they don't like anyway. Whatever. But, um, All right. We just go to the black community, but there's always stuff to be done. We got some special guests in the green room. Well, I just saw you try and sip uh, Brother Washington's burners. See? I know we can't take us. We can't take us anywhere. That's why it's the black community. All right. If we were urban, we wouldn't be acting like that. But uh, all right. But anyway, also to show you that we're real people, we don't always have to be angry and protesting or even talking about issues and traumas you don't want to deal with. You can sit and have a conversation with us. But this is our mission statement. This is what's held us together over the seven years of people coming in and out and doing functions that we may do, we may not do again, but it's on us because we're the providers of this. We're not asking people to, hey, you know, you send me something on the back end, I throw your logo. Those people are the ones that actually believe in us. That's right. So, and they know that we're not driving off in Bentleys at the end. I'm going to shut up. Apparently yeah, not. After what anyway. you see sitting outside, <laughs> apparently not. Hey, I got my feet. But, this is our mission statement. And on a serious note, for those of you that have started LLCs or nonprofits, this is stage one. What me and Brother Washington are about to read with the guiding principles later. If you want to hold together, you have to have a foundation to stand on. That's you right. can't always be anger or mad or right. pointing fingers at somebody. It has to be something where you can continue this to where you can have some, your great grandchildren, like they stood on that rock and did something. Mm. Something. That's all. It had to be a lot, but let's begin. We are the Community Solidarity Response Network of Toledo. 
formed on November 25th, 2014, the day after it was announced that the killer, a Ferguson, Missouri police officer of Michael Brown, an unarmed teenager, would not be indicted. We bring awareness to the injustices experienced by black men, women, and children who are disproportionately murdered, attacked, provoked, and harassed, as harassed by law enforcement. Police brutality has to end. We bring awareness to the fact that most often police brutality goes without consequence and accountability. Police impunity has to end. We utilize the tactics of protests, civil disobedience, event disruption, and citizen advocacy, which is the big one, citizen advocacy, to give voice to those who are otherwise voiceless. We facilitate progressive community-based events that help foster self-development, and we discuss measures to hold local leadership accountable to their sworn duties, be they politician, clergy, law enforcement, educators, etc., etc. We want justice, equal justice under the law. We want justice applied to all equally, regardless of class, creed, or color. For all lives to matter, black lives must matter. And justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Got something on that too later on coming all right. to the show. Right. And, and, and lastly, before we take a short break and, and, and bring our guests on, um, the soul of our program could be looked at as our guiding principles. This is how we learn how to treat each other, how we resolve conflict, and how we're going to move forward. So these are the CSRN guiding principles. All Black Lives Matter, queer Black lives, trans Black lives, formerly and presently incarcerated Black lives, poor working class black lives, differently abled black lives, black men and women lives, immigrant black lives, black elderly and children lives. All black lives matter and are the creators of this space. We throw no one under the bus, we rise together. Ashe? Ashe. And Ashe means one who changes a thing or one who makes a thing happen. Thriving instead of surviving. Our vision is based on the world we want, not the one we're currently in. We seek to transform, not simply react. We want our people to thrive, not just exist. Think beyond the possible. Ashe? Ashe. Experimentation and innovation must be built into our work. Embrace the best tools, practices, and tactics, and leave those behind that no longer serve us. Ashe? Ashe. Evaluation and assessment must be built into our culture. Critical reflection must be a part of our work. We learn from our mistakes and our victories. Ashe? Ashe. Principal struggle can exist in a positive environment. We must be honest with one another by embracing direct, loving communication. Ashe? Ashe. Love, self-love is practiced in every element of all we do. Love and self-love must be a driver of our work and an indicator of our success. Without this principle and without healing, we will harm each other and undermine our movement. Ashe? Ashe. 360-degree vision. We honor past struggles and wisdom from elders. The work we do today builds the foundations of movements of tomorrow. We consider our mark on future generations. Ashe? Ashe. Self-care means we build resilient spaces by budgeting time, energy, and resources for healing. Self-care is a regular, consistent, intentional, 
and essential practice. Ashe, the most directly affected people are experts at their own lives and should be in leadership at the center of, of our movement and telling their stories directly. Ashe, Ashe. Lastly, training and leadership development should be fundamental. Our movement must constantly grow and leadership must constantly multiply. Ashe. Ashe. Uh, those are our guiding principles and our our mission statement. What we're going to do right now, we're going to take a short break. So hang tough. This is the CSRN Video Minutes. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Dr. P. Not only am I a leadership coach, I'm a change agent, and I'm a race scholar. I've used my study of race to dismantle systems and organizations, but I also use that to help you as the individual become a better leader for your families and for your community. back. This is the CSRN Video Minutes. It's our weekly podcast, and we are so honored to have our brother Reggie Williams from the FDCA. If you don't know what those letters mean, you're going to know in a second. So, hey, how you doing, brother Reggie? I'm well. I'm well. How's everyone? Oh, good. You know what? He's, he, see, you've been practicing at this. You're the first person to actually have the mic on at the right time. Okay, all right. See, now, all right. Now we've clowned everybody else that came on here. So we're going to just edit that part out. So those in tech, just edit that part out. Put in some uh, another thing that Jody said. No, you gave uh, the intern two green biscuits this week. That's what it was. Okay, all right. Well, it is what it is. So, Reggie, thank you for, for joining us. Um, for everybody that's going to view this later or, and or, or, or viewing it now, could you really, could you, do you mind uh, introducing yourself and what do you do? Well, uh, first of all, let me say thank you to CSRN, Brother Washington Muhammad, Jody, and the crew, the team um, that uh, have thought of the Frederick Douglass Center uh, to be on this uh, podcast and congratulations on seven years. Um, that is a good number. Seven is God's perfect number to my oh, understanding. Right. So we, we operating in the perfection this year. Um, so I am Reggie Williams. I am the executive director of the Frederick Douglass Community Association here in Toledo, Ohio. Our location is 1001 Indiana Avenue on the corner of Hawley in Indiana. Uh, I've been serving as the executive director for the last two years. Uh, and previously I was the board president for five years. And this is my ultimate goal is to one, um, make sure that the mission stay alive. And the question is, is what is our mission? Well, our mission is the Frederick Douglass Community Association is to create an epic center of hope and empowerment that will strengthen and enrich lives of individuals and families through education, skill, and workforce enhancement, recreation, and supportive services. And so that is the mission of the Frederick Douglass Center. Uh, I've been very entrenched uh, these last two years of uh, being back at the Doug is trying to one, make it relevant to the community, making sure we're meeting the needs of the people and also providing a safe 
place for our young people to have the social engagement and recreation activities. Uh, it has been a uh, pleasure to serve uh, our community, uh, being a black male uh, in Toledo, uh, a father, a husband. Uh, I, I count it a blessing uh, to be a leader and someone of an example to people uh, that see what we do on a regular basis. And consistency is the key, uh, making sure that we are persistent in what we're doing, of uh, making sure we are driving our, our emphasis on the mission and the vision of what we do. Um, after the George Floyd um, situation that taking place, uh, what came and birthed out of that for the Frederick Douglass Center is to live your protest. Um, we've seen people march. We've seen people, you know, uh, uh, boycott and do things of that nature. But we wanted to emphasize to live your protest, which is an everyday right to make sure that we stand for justice and that we speak truth to power. And that is the epic center of hope that we bring to uh, our community. Uh, we have a variety of different uh, uh, organizations that we have partnered with, such as CSRN, who has been very diligent uh, in making sure that we stay connected. Uh, we did the Water to Flint uh, a few years ago. Uh, I still think of that quite often of our Flintstone brothers and sisters. That's uh, right. We, we, we want to make sure that they continue to have clean water. Uh, so efforts like that is what drives me in my heart to partner and to uh, collaborate with others who are really having some skin in the game and really thinking about others instead of themselves. Um, today was something um, very different. Um, I attended uh, a young man's funeral today, uh, a young man by the name of Jalen Pryor, a 14-year-old who attended Robinson Junior High School, an eighth grader. Um, he lived on my block. I know his mom. I know his family very well. And to attend a service of such magnitude um, just made me crumble today. Uh, to even put myself in a father's shoes to see their son lying in a casket which was unnecessary, uh, made my heart just uh, melt, uh, especially when one of Jalen's brothers um, came up to us and gave us a hug. He participated in our after-school enrichment program. And so to stand in line and for him to get out of seat and to meet me wow. in line uh, to come give us a hug spoke volumes but also for me to just to embrace him, to let him know that we got you. Uh, we're here for you. And we're going to be standing in the gap and praying uh, with you and for you. Um, to see a sanctuary uh, filled with uh, young people under the age of 17 uh, was just phenomenal to see. Um, and then also the other generations of people uh, that was in attendance. Uh, but relatively just to see a, a lot of young people who 
not necessarily go to uh or attend church uh i will call them probably the unchurched and the unlearned um these are the these are the, the the people in our community that we should be reaching out to and actually uh soliciting to them to be um to get involved in community in some form of fashion whether it could be in some form of entrepreneurship of training um being participating in you know community centers across toledo or even in your local high schools or your your community hubs that uh offer some form of programs that you can get right. some of that, uh give back um so today was just relatively uh, eye-opening as far as what can i do better uh how can we improve uh the frederick douglas center um footing in the community how do we broadcast and how do we voice concern and to speak against um crimes against humanity and when right. i say crimes against humanity a lot of people may hear deem black on black crime um we need to put the guns down we need to uh rally around our young men um they don't feel safe um and it's it's it's, it's problematic and what i heard today that um pastor bishop raymond bishop of mount pilgrim uh, he preached on the first murder uh, that took place, and that was between Cain and Abel. And uh, something that was profound that stuck with me was that Cain didn't have a problem with Abel. He didn't have an issue with Abel. He had an issue with God. Mm. And because he had an issue with God, his relationship was not in good standing, which caused him to have a bad relationship with the people on earth. And so uh, that spoke relatively that, you know, we have to fix our relationships with the side. And, you know, and everyone has different uh, beliefs and different faiths. But trust in uh, the one who universally has control over soul and body. And so um, so just to talk about a couple programs, uh, we have the infant mortality program through the Lucas County Department. Uh, we focus on young moms who are expecting. Uh, we have um, just a variety of different uh, things that they can do collectively uh, to speak to uh, other young women who are expecting right. uh, to talk about some things that, you know, as far as natal care, prenatal care, um, in regards to getting the necessary needs as far as health care is concerned, child care is concerned and then also creating a vision board as far as what does the next nine months to a year look like and then especially being a mom um, in that aspect what does it mean for you to be a mom and then even even talking about postpartum uh, syndrome uh, we have partnered with owens community college so we have a gd program um, which happens on every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9 to 12.30. And we ask for anyone who is interested to contact Owens Community College. They have other sites that not necessarily made for you to come to the Douglas Center, but you can go to some other sites uh, across uh, the city of Toledo. Uh, we have commodities every first and third Friday. And Brother Washington Muhammad, no, I come on. I come every first Friday, every third Friday, 
and let the people oh, know wow. that you're at the Douglas Center handing out food. Um, this coming, this coming 17. Now I got a, a special treat. Um, we're going to have uh, Back to Life Deliverance Center. Uh, they will be here at the Douglas Center. They will be doing a thrift store giveaway. So there will be a variety of different items such as, yes, a thrift store giveaway the 17th of December, the third Friday. Uh, it will be right here on the first floor at the Doug. And everything is free as far as these items uh, that uh, – Back, uh, back to Life Deliverance Center is going to be uh, distributing. We also will have the Lucas County Health Department in the house. Uh, they will be doing Narcan training. And we know that uh, a holiday season, you know, our people like to get a little high. Uh, we want them to be trained uh, to be able to handle and help their friends or their loved one uh, in case of an overdose. So it's all about preparation. It's all about knowledge. It's all about being uh, prepared. And then also I'm working on a turkey giveaway and possibly having some honey baked hams for the 17th for the families. And then also we have partnered with Second Baptist Church, which is Pastor Jerry Booz. Uh, we'll be doing a Christmas toy uh, giveaway as well. And so we have an exciting uh, third awesome. Friday coming up, and we really want to have uh, families to enjoy their Christmas this year in the midst of a pandemic and, uh, and to just really uh, enjoy life, enjoy uh, being around their loved ones, just, just celebrating uh, being able to just get together. Um, we have a cheer team. A cheer team. Uh oh. We have, a, we have a cheer team. We have Pride Kids United Jaguars cheer team. Uh, they are here on Mondays and Wednesdays. So if you have any young ladies that uh, or little girls that love to cheer, uh, bring them down to the Douglas Center on Mondays and Wednesdays from 6 to 7 30. And they can learn how to cheer for our basketball team. All right. I what? like to use Brother Howard's words. All right. We got a basketball team, the Jaguars, uh, and they practice on Monday through Thursday from 6 to 7.30. And so if you have some young men and young ladies who want to play some hoops, uh, we have Coach Doug Jones, who is our coach, and Leslie Williams, who is our cheer coach. Come see them uh, and get, them, get your youth plugged in. We got a variety of different uh, things coming up in 2022 as far as dodgeball, baseball, soccer, uh, football. So we really want to uh, change uh, the dynamic of what we're doing uh, at the Douglas Center. Uh, also, uh, we have renovations uh, that haven't started yet, but has been approved by the city of Toledo. Uh, $2.5 million renovation. So we're excited awesome. of the $2.5 million. Um, what does that do? What does that look like? Uh, I can't wait to see what it looks like. Uh, I can't wait to see what the impact does uh, to the surrounding area. We are, we are an anchor in our community. And, um, and, and just to see us to have a new roof because it leaks in our gym. 
So that is a slip hazard, of course. So we just don't want that to happen for any young person to slip or sprain an ankle, break a leg. We don't, we, God forbid, any of that happen. So in the spring, uh, suppose I get a new roof, a new parking lot with new lights. So we got better lighting outside. Um, Also a brand new gym. So hardwood floors is coming to the dug, y'all. Uh oh. <laughs> hardwood floors. Question though. Yes, Are you sir. able to put any of those links or anything in the live chat? Any of the links? Uh, I can put our website in the live chat. Okay, that would be awesome. So that way people can contact you and. That way, uh, when they watch the video back, they'll have a reference point to go to. And also, we can show, we'll also share the Doug's uh, website yep. on our page, too. So whoever comes through our page will see the Doug. And also, for, for a lot of the things that you mentioned, I think a big thing about Facebook is our ability to share each other's events. Yes. You know, because... Um, the algorithm is different from me than you. Yeah, the algorithm is different from everybody this right. year. Right. So, <laughs> so the benefit, okay, Jody, all right. We weren't even going there. You already went there. But the, the ability for us to share each other's events, you know, that's how we spread. That's how we can be more effective and spread in the word. Oh, lastly, we've also done our research on the Doug, that on the 17th, there's a new you, a new year, new you wellness workshop that's going to be at the Doug, where they're going to be talking about some natural remedies, how we could take a couple pounds off. I, I think I can miss a meal or two and, and try to go into 2022 um, a bit more healthy and more wise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, hey, listen, Reggie, thank you. Thank Oh, uh, also, if somebody wanted to donate right now, uh, we have a crawler that lets everybody know how you can donate to CSRN via Cash App and, um, and, and PayPal. Um, if someone wants to support the Frederick Douglass with more than lip service, all right, for those who want to dig deep in their pockets and wallets, um, how, how would they do that? So one or two things. Uh, one, you can physically go down to the Toledo Urban Federal Credit Union and you can donate into the Frederick Douglass account. Um, and those dollars are restricted uh, specifically for the renovations. What I mean by that is, is that there are some things that the city will not such as carpet or replacing a the sink or to paint those things will come out of the Frederick Douglass account that we will have to do on our own. And so with those dollars uh, from the community and those donations would absolutely help us help us. Um, we have a, a, a great venture vision uh, as far as our kitchen is concerned. We wanted to start the dugout cafe. And so the dugout what? cafe is the dugout Cafe, where you can come get options. Um, that's the aspect of what we're targeting 
uh, we against uh, hypertension, sugar, diabetes, high cholesterol. Well, you talking about eating healthy, trying to yeah. get it right, trying to turn the fat. Well, the duck is where it's at. And um, and so the other option as far as donating is go to our website. We have a donation page on our website, and you can donate directly from uh, your home, from your phone, or wherever you may be uh, to the Frederick Douglass Center. So it's www.thedug419.org. All right, and also if you right if you're watching um, this podcast. You can go right to the dub. I mean, you can go right inside the chat and see the website. Click on the website and go to wherever it says donate. Come on, you already got your phone. Your debit card is already attached. Yes. So it's a yes. And, and also, Correct. if you, if and you, one more thing, go ahead. Got to add. Uh, we just recently received a ten thousand dollar grant from Fifth Third Bank for our Young Bankers Club. So oh, those weird. dollars will be able to learn, teach our children financial literacy, and then also technology uh, to be able to boost our technology as far as Wi-Fi. All the brick and mortar is very hard to get signals through our laptop. So with a portion of that $10,000 will allow us to uh, boost our Wi-Fi signal so that way we can do the Young Bankers Club, which will be online Oh, uh, relatively on our computers. Okay, that's great. That's great. And and also for for those who may be mobile, and some of us are kind of old school, Reggie. We want to walk up to a bank. All right, you don't even have to do that now. But for some of us that still like to walk up to a bank, walk up to your Toledo Urban Federal Credit Union and donate to right there into the Fred, uh, Frederick Douglass Community Association account. They already said that it's restricted, meaning that they can only use it for certain things. So you and I both know that the monies that we donate toward the Doug will be spent on the Doug. And, and that's a beautiful thing, that we can either donate virtually through our online and our mobile devices, and some of us are still kind of old school. Our Toledo Trust uh, group from back in the day. Uh, yep. You can walk. <laughs> you can, you can, got, well, we got Kwanzaa coming up. Yeah, so. you got Kwanzaa coming up. But you can walk right yeah. to the um, bank and put a donation in there. I don't think Jody and you got to know, to the know what, Yeah, I don't think they tell know the what Toledo Trust is. That was the name of the key bank before. Yeah, okay. So you old? I'm yeah, that means I'm old. All right, I remember society uh, before, bruh. All right, bless your heart. Society, bless is, your is, heart. Used to, yeah, bless your heart. Okay, hey, listen, um, Reggie, we're gonna take a short break. Um, thank, thank you for joining us. We got some other people in the studio cracking jokes. Um, yeah, you got our, our uh, you know. The person in the green room that handles everything throws biscuits at the interns. Yeah, yeah. Make sure they don't steal your burgers. All right. Hey, listen, so we're going to take a short break. Lies are you talking I know. Hey, listen, stay tuned. This is the Community Solidarity Response Network. We will be right back. Thank you.
Now you can get the same uncompromising truth you've come to expect from the Final Call newspaper on all your connected devices. Subscribe to the Final Call Digital Edition today. Go to subscribe.finalcalldigital.com. sister, uh, our activist bay, or our queen bee, uh, Rook Litter. So, we know yes, yes. Out. Right, so, <laughs> I mean, because she's got the uh, yellow and black on, so, you know, hey. Hey, listen, could you introduce yourself? Yes. What do you have on? And our processing question of the day, Ruth, is, man, if somebody wanted to be involved in activism, what are some of the things that you think they would need to have internally before they step off the porch? Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. I'm going to need you to repeat that to me in All just right. a second because it's a heavy question. But hello, everyone. My name is Ruth Leonard. As they stated, I am the lead administrative core for the Community Solidarity Response Network of Toledo. Today, my hair is in a very big afro. Um, I am wearing a golden yellow shirt with the Maryland State flag. That is where I am from, the great state of Maryland. Um, and uh, a processing question, what do they need to have internally? Right. If someone wanted to get involved with uh, activism movement work, okay, what are some of the things you think they should have or acquire internally okay. before they embark on this mission? Some of the things that we learned. Okay that we can give them because most of us didn't know. So one of the most important things 
I think, in getting involved in activism or yeah, getting involved in activism is to number one, know what your personal strengths are, because your strengths are going to be what you bring to whatever space you're in. So if you are an artist, you are going to be able to use your strengths uh, to create and design flyers and posters, poster boards and uh, placards that we would use at protests and different events. Um, if your talent is writing, you can work on speeches that we have for rallies. If your talent is cooking, Jody. Once again, Jody is actually all of those. Talents. All of those. Things. All of those I right. just mentioned is Jody. We should just say C. Jody. Right. If you uh, know anything that Jody does, but no, if your talent is cooking, you can feed the people. Um, I think activism is using whatever your intrinsic talents are to help push the movement forward. Okay. So one of the things that I think I brought to this work is my love of children. Um, I want to see them grow and thrive and learn and, and get a little bit better from day to day. And so I brought that passion to this work in activism. Um, so all of the work that I do is grounded in helping the next generation move forward. If I didn't have a love for children and someone put me in a position to help children, I would fail because internally I don't have that skill set. So I think uh, the most important thing is to first figure out what your skill set is and then work with someone who's in this movement work to utilize that skill and use it to bring forward some sort of positive movement. Um, and I think if you do that, then you are going to find yourself very successful in this work um, because you're using what you're good at in order to make the movement a little bit better. All right. Um, I've got, uh, I had a couple other questions for, um, for Reggie. Um, when it comes to that question, Reggie, um, being in, a, in an administrative position for some of us that desire, some of us are, are program people. All right. I happen to be a program person. All right. I aspire to be administrative, but they already told me I'm a program person and they proved it. All right. Um, what do you think before a person decides that they want to, to serve humanity? What are some of the things, Reggie, you think we should desire to, to have inside before we step out on this mission? I would say you got to have a spirit of volunteerism. Because if you volunteer, uh, you're able to get a scope of the different variety of aspects to what goes on behind the scenes uh, to make things happen, to make things work. Um, I want, I'm getting ready to launch VIP uh, at the Douglas Center, which is Volunteerism Impacts Purpose. So volunteerism for me, I think that a lot of people should uh, get involved into volunteering their time at different organizations to just get a, a, a insight to how that organization operates, uh, feel the spirit of the organization and how it moves, uh, understand the people who are the decision makers or who are doing uh, a lot of the calling of the decisions um, to just kind of, you know, um, create relationships and build and, and, and see where you can fit in that. And then after that, I think that 
you'll be able to see as far as is that a fit for me? Uh, can I see myself doing that? Um, and and you'd be surprised that you know you may got turned off at the first time you volunteer at an organization because they, you know, just probably didn't do it right, got left a bad taste in your mouth, and then you went somewhere else and you just really fell in love with the organization to where you start volunteering more to the point where you became staff and you may have moved up through management in some capacity. All right. Um, and the same thing for, okay, we talked about Jody and there's a lot of things that, that, that Jody does. And I, I'm trying to figure out, okay, but how does Jody even tick? All right. He, <laughs> he even asking this question. He can either check all the boxes or check none of the above. And it's just a select group of people that I know that have the privilege to do that. What about you, Jody, to be involved with so many things? What do you think a person has to have internally? Because people look at you. Uh, I I follow your page. I like the something. I may not comment because I'm just liking. Um, some people may be inspired to do the things that you do. What does a person have to have internally before no. they embark on that? Know your triggers and landmines. Okay. Very well. Okay, what's a trigger? What's triggers a landmine? And landmines are things that may have impacted you when you were younger that still impact you to today, like abandonment issues or trust issues, or just the fact that you like to help people so much. It's also a kind of a landmine because people will sit there and poke it and then run away. When it explodes on yeah. everybody, they're like, oh, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. But we're all human. So we yeah. all have things that we miss. I mean, me personally, my kind of life is an open book. I I try and warn people a lot that I have these things, but I make them visible through my mm -hmm. art and my books. And I, I tell you, like, you're touching the wrong button. And then <laughs> it's but that's kind of good because right. not a lot of people let themselves right. explode. They Beautiful. keep it pent up and then it happens where you call an ambulance. Right. Or you're calling the police you don't want to call in the first place. So or as Reggie said, we gotta uh, um revive you with Narcan. Cause you ambulances. Okay, now. but I've got the Narcan in my in my trunk. I am the ambulance now. All right. Well, true. Okay, and, all right. Well, put that out there. <laughs> I know we're Julian that when we need somebody to make uh, some sense, all right? But, but uh, and it's also knowing you're not supposed to do everything. I, I hear it in so many motivational speeches, and get I get to see so many different worlds of so many people's lives. I am always aware in a sense of how many people are watching, but I got a notification that 465,000 people around the world have seen my photos. Nice. I don't see awesome. that number. But I know that number, so when I'm trying to bring people closer to me, I also have to remember, you may not be ready for that clip. All right. right. Just because I'm ready, and I've been in all these rooms, I really like what Reggie said about volunteering, because that's essentially what I do. Mm -hmm. People were like, why are you here all this time? And then, Because I know in the end where I can go out and give awards and buildings and stuff like that that I ain't got to talk about and take pictures mm -hmm. of right. and feed families in hotels that are starving for weeks. Okay. I'm happy 
the purpose has been served through learning from going through us, through the gyms, through art world, through performance world, through studios and and okay. volunteering. All of that stuff has taught me to be able to shut off certain things. You know, right. This year it may not be an award. This year there is no canvassing. Right. I know at the end of the day, when it's time to go, it's like, hey, I've done this before. Right. Now I can teach you. Right. And speaking of teaching, we've got a special guest that just called in. Uh-oh. Our brother Omar Gent calling from the um prison industrial complex in Colorado. Hey, how you feeling, brother? Hey, I'm feeling good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Hey, listen, we've got a uh, a few new viewers. Uh, can you introduce yourself? And then our question of the day, uh, brother, brother Omar. See, for our incarcerated family, but you're still involved in activism. We're going to ask you a question. What does a person need to have internally before they decide to do movement work from within the belly of the beast? So could you uh, introduce yourself and let our viewers and listeners know who you are? Lot of, uh, in your 
facial aggression. I always change, but I've learned the art of uh, humility, you know. Right. And, and, and I think that even for a lot of us, um, I guess when I started, there was a lot of um, anger. You know, after knowing the truth uh, and realizing that you've been lied to about 95% of the things that you know, um, one of the first things that maybe an immature person or maybe not immature would do is somewhat lash out. But after a point, as Jody said earlier, hey, listen, uh, we don't protest every day. All right. We're not trying to have a march every day because every day doesn't meet that right. you know criteria for going downtown and demonstrating in front of the police station mm -hmm. or government center those are some heavy things you know uh to do so i'm glad to hear that you realize that but if somebody wants to smoke they can still get it all right <laughs> all right they, they can still get it but I can choose. Somebody else is not going to choose how I react based on, on, on their reaction. Right. I can let that go. I can get past you. Um. Last thing. I think we got maybe about five or six minutes left. Earlier in our um, guiding principles, we talked about self care. Um. How important for you being where you are? How important is self care? to you? My brother is everything, man. You know, if you look at the food in here, for example, everything they give you says uh, not fit for human, you know, consumption on the bags and everything. So once I started thinking about stuff like that, I realized that just the diet, you know, even the physical diet, the mental diet, everything is meant to, uh, to destroy you. So if I'm not caring for myself as far as exercise, uh, connected to the creator spiritually, uh, you know, uh, you know, things that want to elevate me in my mind, and um, obviously, I'm doing that work for them. You know, I have to take care of me before I can take care, of, you know, anybody else, my brother. And um, other thing I was thinking about too, as far as what necessary, as far as activism is, a lot of people want to jump in, and you can't be no. Um, what you call it, I call a fad activist, you know, you want to ride for five minutes and then realize that it's a five-year, you know, that's one of the most frustrating things, you know, you have to have the resolve in yourself to know that you may not win the battle overnight, but, you know, the creator sees all, and he's aware of all, hold on, right. Right, right, that's right, and I've seen, and, and lastly, before you go, um, is there a website where they can learn more about Brother Omar Gent? Is there an Instagram for those that are watching and listening where they can find out more about Omar Gent? Could you give those? Yes, my brother. Thank you. I'll sum that up. Uh, that's freeartbrothers.com. That's freeartbrothers.com. That's playing uh, the illegal railroading machine in Colorado. Instagram is on uh, Instagram at Free Our Brothers. Instagram at Free Our Brothers. You know, we ask the people to come in and ask, answer the most recent calls to action. Um, please support our video initiative. Post that Instagram at Free Our Brothers. Um, Army citizens. Um, I need everybody's support. And thank you all for everything you've
Well, go ahead, Jody. Gretchen, did you have any questions? At all? That you may want to ask? No. No, no I'm, I'm good. All right, we try our best. We have, uh, Brother Omar, we have one of our special guests, one of our comrades in the community, the executive director of the Frederick Douglass Community Center. And they've got a lot of things going on in the community. And this brother um, really exudes what you talked about being there for the long haul. And you really can't just jump off the porch and think that we're gonna solve all the problems today. And I think Absolutely. Absolutely. I had to learn that earlier, thinking that just because I show up, everything's going to get better. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work like that. So there is um, an element of love that you have to have or else I'm always going to be bitter. Uh, I'm always going to be angry. And then people go, start seeing that this is a, a full anger. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, you know, your energy doesn't match right. what's happening. So at CSRM, uh, we try best to model that, mm -hmm. you know, in between protests, in between crisis, what do we do? Well, we need to kind of dial it back a bit. All right. Maybe have Reggie on. All right. <laughs> Let's hear some good news. All right. Maybe have Sonya Romero on. You know, maybe have some of the others on. We'll get back to the protest. Right. All right. We'll get back to all of that. All right. And, and we kind of low key. We wait for that. All right. We just we just waiting for it. All right. But until then, until then, we can exercise some humility, some love for our people, and really uh, give a shout out to the brothers and sisters that are doing it right now, what Brother Omar is doing behind bars, mm -hmm. it's difficult for some of us to do that so-called free. Right. What Brother Reggie is doing, and at one point, really was hard for tens of us to uh, to duplicate that. So, hey, listen, Brother, uh, Brother Omar, thank you once again for joining us. Hey, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to tie up some loose ends, All right. uh, Ruth and Jody. Then we're going to close out with five minutes of heat. Woo! This is the CSRN, our weekly podcast. Uh, we'll be right back. Did you know addiction is a disease, not a moral dilemma? The opioid epidemic and substance use have a major impact on communities of color and many people's lives. Wasion Wellness Recovery Support Center offers culturally relevant, inpatient and outpatient behavioral health treatment and recovery support services to any Ohioan struggling with addiction, mental health, or finding sober safe housing. We must recognize that treatment is available and accessible to all. If you are in need of treatment or want to find out more information, you can call 1-888-728-2713 to talk to someone or schedule an appointment.
CSRN Video Minutes, our weekly podcast. Hey, we just had two spots, one from Wasian Wellness Center. Uh, we put that there because that's where I work. William <laughs> Wasian, all right? And if you didn't know that, that's a free advertising. Well, it ain't free. It's no cost. Somebody's going to pay for Somebody going to pay for that, all right? Somebody's going to pay for that. Yeah, guys and uh, and I just want to say that Lime Humidop, who is the parent company of Wasian Wellness, has done a great job of supporting CSRN in the past. If you feel that you need uh, uneasy or struggling with addiction, we have a number that you can call. All right, that is four one. That is eight six six seven one two four four zero one. You will have somebody answering the phone that knows us that loves us, that understands that, listen, all of us can have a bad day, mm-hmm. all right? That's but right. it doesn't mean that we've got to be thrown away. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that uh, treatment works. Also, harm reduction works too. So all okay. of us who may not be ready for treatment still deserve to be treated like a human. Mm-hmm. So clean needles is a uh, is an answer. Being able to have Narcan on you or in your trunk is the answer because that person that you're reviving one day may decide treatment, mm-hmm. may decide recovery. But if we throw everybody away because they don't act like us, talk like us, or do with us, then man, we're limiting our skill set too. And all right, all right. So we had a, a spot from Washington Wellness and also Dr. Tracy Perryman. Uh, with Toledo Mask Up. I'm going to be working with Dr. Perryman uh, soon because we're going to have the um, the prayer breakfast. Not, I don't know if they call it a prayer breakfast, but whenever a mayor is uh, inaugurated, the uh, pastor community comes and says some words. So they gave me some words to say. So <laughs> either I'm going to get invited next time or not. Hey. But they already, they already know. You get what you get with Brother Washington. All right. You get what you get, pretty much. But this is the time, uh, Brother Reggie, that we're going to have what we call our loose ends. Some of the things that we didn't get a chance to talk about at the head of the um, of the of the podcast. And I don't know which one of us is going to go first. Did you want me to go first? Did you want to bring Jody in? What did you want to do? Um, we could do special guests. Well, Jody, okay, so we can do uh, Reggie, Jody, Brother Washington, myself, and then Jody can do five minutes each. All right, so Reggie, right now, uh, for everybody that's 
that's going to watch this podcast later on. Um, is there some things that you think that we didn't get a chance to get to about the Doug or some things that you'd like to remind people again about the Doug? This is our loose uh, wrapping up some loose, tying up some loose ends. What do you think? Absolutely. Uh, loose ends. I like, uh, wasn't that a group uh, back in yes, the day? Uh, loose they don't yeah. know nothing about that. I know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I got I some knew, loose ends. I was born these. during a respectable year, so sorry, I don't know. Okay, right, right, all right. right. Wow. Um, <laughs> loose ends, 2022. Uh, the plan is to celebrate the Frederick Douglass Center for turning 103 years. Woo! So definitely we would want to uh, get a committee together. Uh, so I'll be definitely looking for people, asking pe persons uh, to be on our 103rd year uh, celebration committee uh, that will take place sometime in September. And so I uh, would love to uh, build up and to plan out strategically uh, what the 103rd year celebration is going to look like, um, build a budget around that, and, uh, and get everyone in the community to come be a part of the celebration of the legacy of 103 years. All right. All right. That's definitely a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Long time coming. That's long time coming. I remember the 100 year celebration. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you know, we didn't get a chance to do the 100 year. We had a 95th uh, celebration, and that's when I first came on to the Douglas Center. Uh, I think I was probably two months in as far as being on the board at that time. And so here it is, you know, I'm putting the 103rd year together and uh, what a blessing. What a blessing. Yay. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Looking forward to it. We're still here. Woohoo. Right. Wasn't that a song? We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. Because it's bad boys for life. Oh, because it's for life. There you go. Right. A respectable year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. backup singers. I am. <laughs> and okay. What? Okay. And all right. All right. We, okay. we had them for a minute. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Jody, what you got? <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. So, as most people that go on my page know, I can't be everywhere, and I've been a lot less places than most often that I normally am, but still, that's life, healing, process, rebirth, and all that good stuff. But I do want to give some special shout-outs to some things that are currently going on. It's the holiday season and everything, so shout-out to Donetta Carter, and she's holding the Christmas Bazaar, the 10th annual Christmas Bazaar, mm -hmm. um, which I'm a part of, a whole bunch of vendors and stuff. This is like my, I guess what, six years? So this is five years since I did the first one with her because that's why wow. I kind of initially released the book and all that stuff and I had the table and, and posters and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but that is going to be at Set Clements Hall Saturday, December 11th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Look forward to seeing all the vendors there. It'll be good. Um, I'll be the guy with the plastered wall of artwork and stuff. And, and yeah, that'd be me. But uh, come out, everybody, if you can. It's a one-stop shop for all your holiday needs. I'm actually reading for the flyer right now. But I'm going to be there, a whole bunch of vendors. Uh, last chance to kind of get those, I guess, um, local 
Christmas things and, and stuff for family and everything, which keeps the dollars circulating in our community. So also we have going on and shout out to Gutter Dave and Tracy Haynes and um, Charlie and everybody that's been involved because this is, I think this is, what is this? This is the 12th, 12th annual Duncan for donations. Really? Yes. It's crazy. I've, I've wow. done a whole bunch of them with them and everything. And um, we're going to be adding some donations and organization All right. to make sure uh, kids get, you know, some Christmas gifts to the, right. the people who never get thought of that don't look pretty on the little sponsorship stuff. <laughs> but um, I get it. To, yeah, I get it. Um, but shout out to them. 12 years is a long time. And to continue to be able to have games at... Um, just with local artists and local people and it's been beautiful to watch i'm i don't think we did one last i think it was just virtual last year but this is mm -hmm. virtual and in person at okay. scott it's going to be on the 19th and that is from what is that 6 to 9 p.m so if you want to know information uh there's a flyer on our page i shared it as well shout out to dave shout out to tracy those are the contacts you can also make a donation. Again, it's in-person and virtual. And let's see, last bit of loose ends that I got. Oh, yeah. Remember we was talking about Martin Luther King Jr. and stuff? Yes. So on the 16th, I will be back in Chicago. Uh, I, I want to give a shout out to Black Ice and the uh, National Poetry awards and all that stuff that that's why i did in chicago a couple months okay ago. so I, i'm coming hmm. back as oh. a, I, what, where did martin luther king come from the 16th it's on his holiday well we were talking about it from the beginning see she missed oh mlk day yeah right yeah. oh there there's a very big I know, difference oh no. between no, martin luther king but we know he was and martin luther king <laughs> he was but i was in the middle Exactly. Yeah, right. There you go. But anyway, I was oh, going to explain this. This is patriarchy. But anyway, uh, shout out to Black Eyes. He contacted me. There are. Wait, Black Eyes the Pope? Yeah. yeah. You know Black Eyes? Yeah, yeah, that's where I was at in Chicago. Dark skin Black Eyes? Yeah, dark skin. With the bald head? Yeah, yeah. Get ah. the fly. That's it. Okay. Yeah. That's why I went to Chicago. I, I didn't lose, but I, I met the guy. I lost two. He got seven awards, so I don't feel so bad. All right, then. And I was the only person in from Ohio. Okay. So, hey, and now I'm coming Represent back. Represent for the moon. Yes, right. I will be. I'm coming back as one of the heirs to the throne 2022. Okay. Uh, four men, four women. We're going to be out the, where is it? The Ingram, I believe it is again. Nice. Chatham. Chatham, yep. Uh, so I look forward to seeing all of you. I got some uh, new pieces and stuff but that'll be my first performance of the year okay. back in chicago other than that um i guess shout out to all the people in the community that are still working still striving still trying to be positive and help everybody it has been whoo a rough rough 2021 especially these last couple of retrograde months so if you're still hanging in there just remember a new year's just around the corner you got a chance to meet new people, start new businesses, quit that job you don't like, or go back and find something you do. We like quitting jobs? Yeah. Like <laughs> I can't I'm steal sorry. from the job. Like, I retired three times. Brother, I like this is stealing. <laughs> okay. 
I'm sorry. We, we need to be, we need to reel it in. No, we talked about that earlier, Jody. The ability to reel it in. We ever talk about Martin Luther King? <laughs> but anyway, sorry. All right. See, now you got me feeling like I wouldn't be careful commercial. But no, seriously. If you're not happy with something, just like with relationships and friendships, find out if the problem is you, your triggers, your landmines, if it's not making you happy, whether it be a job that's making a lot of money. You're not gonna take it with you anyway. So if you wanted to be an artist, don't run off and put you down first. But find something to do that just brings you joy. If it makes other people happy, I can only say it from experience because I retired for five years just with my thumb out. Okay. And now I build foundations and buy buildings and all that stuff that I know I had to post on social media. So it can happen. I mean, just, movies just, and all that just stuff. keep in mind, though, Columbia Gas does not take joy. No, it doesn't. I didn't painful. say quick job and no money. But that's the See, I'm going so Lito Edison to does not take good feelings. With the literacy thing and all that stuff, make sure you're educated on how to budget your money. There you go. Don't Absolutely. There you stuff. Go. This is good. Why you see me in the same stuff? Because I got to wash it. But anyway. Okay. Um, Brother Washington, what's going on with you? Oh, yeah. Yellow oh. says we, we don't meet. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, first, uh, I think that everybody's used to um kwanzaa being an, an event that we had at the dub mm -hmm. that everybody comes to however this year the toledo kwanzaa house is doing something a little different we're going to have it virtual Ooh. so each of the uh, kwanzaa committee members they're going to have their day to present their principal via zoom now one of the things that we're working on right now is what streaming platform are we going to use or are we going to just send out the ID and the password? All right. My part is making sure that on the 28th at 6 o'clock, uh, which is on a Tuesday, okay. we're going to present on collective work and responsibility. All right. Uh, Ujima. And we'll talk about how to work together. How do we do it? What are some of the pitfalls? And some of, what are some of the things that we could do together to make our community a better community and leave it better than we did when we found it. So um, be looking out for that. The Toledo Kwanzaa House, we're not going to have in-person Kwanzaa, but we're going to have it virtually. And we're just working out some of those kinks now is if we're going to stream it on the, uh, on an independent platform like StreamYard or, or, or another platform, or are we going to just send the link out with the passcode? Um, and lastly, <clears throat> a new day from the Final Call newspaper. You can't see the whole thing right here. But if you want the latest edition of the Final Call newspaper, please stop at Bobby Howard's on Nebraska or Yummies or Powell's or uh, your community market on Nebraska and Pulaski. Or you may see some of the brothers out going door to door. But this issue is about a new day in Barbados where the, the country, the island of Barbados, uh, done away with having a monarchy. So the queen no longer... Uh, represents a leadership position <laughs> that independent nation. And we can do that now. We don't have to ask permission to do good. And, you know, shout out to Barbados for, for doing that. And I hope that a lot of our uh, countries that are still under colonial rule will do the same. All right, hey, uh, Jody, those are my loose ends that I wanted to tie up. I don't believe that I have anything else. Um, 
So, can we go ahead and segue to five minutes of heat? I have a new thing. See? Oh, oh, oh. I thought, I thought you did. <laughs> See how I caught myself? Yes. And that comes from being married. You catch yourself yes. before you wreck yourself. Yes. All, right. All right. Okay. So my loose end is actually really quick. Um, so tomorrow at 530 at the University of Toledo, there will be a town hall on prohibiting divisive concepts. So there is a bill that is currently in the House. It's actually two bills, House Bill 322 and 327. And education students at the university are hosting a town hall about these two House bills, which would prohibit the teaching of divisive concepts in K through 12 and higher education. So really quickly, um, the way that it is explained in the House bills is divisive concepts, but these are the concepts that are most directly associated with anything related to critical race theory. So we already know that the Republican dog whistle for critical race theory is anything that talks about white men that's not in a, in a light of them being the end all be all greatest moment of American history. Uh, so anything that talks about racism, anything that talks about sexism, anything that talks about uh, redlining or redistricting or busing, uh, anything that gets to the actual nitty gritty of black history, of Native American history, of the Trail of Tears, of, um, oh gosh, what is the one they did with the uh, Japanese Americans? The internment camps. The internment camps. So there is a, uh, a call to erase any of those conversations from uh, the American history curriculum, which already is in dire straits. So when you look That's at right. uh, the curriculum uh, for most high schools, a lot of the textbooks, as soon as they are printed, they are out of date. We talk about a lot of times having the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica, the whole set. I was, I'm old enough to remember uh, the door-to-door -door salesman who came yeah. and sold us, I believe it was 28 volumes and then like four extra volumes uh, of the Encyclopedia Britannica, which all of the information for the most part in those books are outdated. But we can say the same thing about our textbooks in our school systems right now. And so right. what these house bills do is they take one step further for teachers who take it upon themselves to teach outside of the traditional curriculum and teach what actually happened um, throughout American history. They are now being cited as being divisive concepts. So that is what House Bill 322 and 327, if they were to pass, then any teacher that is caught teaching divisive concepts could lose their job, could go to jail, could face some sort of uh, penalty for teaching a history that is not conducive to what these lawmakers say. Again, this is why it is so important to vote. Yes. Um, this town hall will be tomorrow again at from 530 to 7. It will be in person at the uh, Health and Human Services. I'm sorry. It will be on the UT main campus, Health and Human Services building, room 1600. There's free parking for this event only in lots 1N and 1S. But you can also virtually uh, register for the WebEx link. Confirmed panelists include Sheena Barnes, ew, 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 who is the hmm. TPS board of who's on the TPS board of education and the executive director for Equality Toledo, Daryl Johnson, who is the director and legislative and political act 
the Director of Legislative and Political Action for the Ohio Federation of Teachers. Robin Lewis, who is a psychology major at UT, and Sean Nelson, who is an attorney with the law firm of Marshall and Melhorn, Toledo. Uh, the bill sponsors have all been invited to be panelists, but none have confirmed. No, they don't want no smoke. They really don't. Uh, so it is very important, however, for everyone who can uh, to attend because it is important to know what these house bills are. It is also important to know whether or not uh, what is needed in order to prevent them from passing because this is not something that we can sit back and just watch it happen. We need to be active participants in the legislation that is going forth uh, through the Ohio House. We also, if possible, we can write letters uh, to our legislators in order to, uh, to have a testimony in order to prevent this law from passing. And we just need to stay on uh, the necks of these legislators. We need to make sure that they know that we do not want these bills to pass. It is a very small, collection of individuals who are uh, pushing this narrative of critical race theory being something that is trying to be taught in our schools. Number one, critical race theory is only taught in law and graduate level courses. So it's not something that you would see in a traditional classroom. The history that they are trying to hide is just history. Right. It is the same history that I have taught um, every year to seventh or sixth, seventh and eighth grade learners because they have to have an understanding of how the world works so that they know how to not make those same mistakes. And creating divisive concepts as the dog whistle for actual history is how we begin to lose uh, a lot of uh, the foundation so that when the next generation comes along, they're not making those same mistakes. Trying to erase what has already happened is how you recreate it. So tomorrow, 5 to 8.30 or 5 to 7.30, um, I will put the link up on the CSR and Facebook page. Also, if you have not already seen it, uh, I know we were talking earlier about the safe needle or the safe needle right, exchange. Safe needle exchange. Um, Julian, our uh, spokesperson, did an interview earlier this week. He posted it already. I reposted it for anyone who may not have caught it the first time just to hear about uh, it's already happening in New York City. They're doing a safe needle exchange. But with Ohio being one of the highest, uh, the highest amount of individuals who are suffering through this uh, drug infestation. I'm sorry, I can't think of the words right now. Um, but with Ohio having the highest population of drug use, misuse and abuse, uh, it's definitely a conversation worth having. So make sure you catch uh, Julian's post from the news as well as the event tomorrow on House Bills 322 and 327. And with that, five minutes. Of heat. And that's why she's our administrative lead. Again, I, I would have never known. I mean, I, I know all that stuff is going on, but just the language when you said it, I'm like, oh, that sounds safe. Yeah. But then you see why it's basically Ivy for the first day. Yes. So, yeah, very, very good. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I know words. <laughs> so, um, why did we do five minutes eat, Brother Washington? Well, when we started this journey, we wanted to do things as counter to conventional wisdom as we could. Uh, we don't open up the same as a, uh, traditional meetings, nor are we closing with a gavel. So utilizing creative expression and adding that to the movement 
adds another layer of soul on what we do. We call it Five Minutes of Heat because, Reggie, there used to be a song by Houdini called Five Minutes of Funk. So we put the funk, add yeah. the heat, and Jody has been our, our resident MC. poet, wordsmith, spoken art artist for years. So he just happens to be that person that we call on for Five Minutes of Heat. So today is going to be a, again, we got a couple, what is it, one, two more weeks before the end of the year? That is correct. Oh, At so least. A couple more shows. So I'm going to try and steer the show away from toxic and therapy towards more of a, you know, healing type of rebirthing what? stuff oh, like that. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. I came here for the drama, but I'm going to get wellness. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I want my buddy back. Again, that is going to be a series on traumas and triggers and landmines and stuff. Okay, but take short, but that's why I'm very good at what I do because I can slip into different genres when I need to because I've already released them with my pen. There you go. So by the time you guys hear it, it's been rehearsed hundreds of times in the mirror and all that good stuff. What is it? Now? No, I got to learn. Good. What is it? Now? Oh, that's the pipes. That you but anyway, y'all can hear that over there. No, they can't. They got the faces. <laughs> this piece is called Reflections from the Past. <laughs> it is kind of a ghost. Hey, what changed? Oh. You just be happy all the time. Can you rub some of that on me? I stopped searching for happiness. I stopped doubting myself. But it doesn't mean I don't feel fear every time I step into a new room. Fear of failing again. Fear that I won't believe in myself enough and take someone else's advice who has never even tried what they're telling me. I stopped loving myself down. Every time I gave another person power to create my reality, I figured out I was dimming my own light. I stopped giving power to everything else that was trying to pull me in multiple directions whether it be religion, politics, family, friends, lovers, jobs, careers, deadlines, degrees, or certificates. They were all trying to mold me into the vision that they saw as acceptable. I learned that even if I fail, no matter how horrible or public the situation might be, I had to get back up. No one was going to clothe me, feed me, house me, teach me to do the things that I once viewed as impossible. I've cried oceans of tears by myself. And at the end of those torrents of liquid that fell from my face, the reflection showed me I can do better. So yes, I am happy a lot. And if you and if all you see is the smile and not the reconstruction I had to do to be standing in front of you today, then I know tomorrow will be much better. Mm. All right, and we snap our fingers. All right, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jody. Man, uh, at this point, uh, who's going to do the solid? <laughs> Who's gonna do? And for uh, for Brother Reggie, you can uh, recite this along with us. This is our solidarity pledge. Um, it's our weekly contract 
that we make with ourselves, all right? To love ourselves more than the world has taught us to. Ready? Yes. Oh, Jody. Everyone say I. I. Your name. John Reggie Williams. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To love my brothers and my sisters. To love, to my, love my brothers and my sisters. As I love myself. As I, as I love myself. I. 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 Your name. Jason. Reggie Williams. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To study to improve myself. To study to improve myself. Spiritually. Spiritually. Mentally. Mentally. Morally. 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 And physically, and physically, for the benefit of myself, for the benefit of myself, my family, my family, and my people, and my people, and my people, and my people. I, 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 say your name, Reggie Williams, pledge to strive, pledge to strive, to be a part of the solution. To be a part of the solution, the process, the process, and not the problem, and not the problem. I, I, for your name, Reggie Williams, pledge to strive, pledge to strive, to give all that I can spare, to give all that I can spare. Of my time, of my, of my time, time, my strength, my, my strength, and energy, and, and energy, energy to achieve, to, to achieve, achieve the above said, the above, the above said. said. Now give yourself a round Reggie, of applause. Reggie. Woo! Thank Yay, you. Reggie! Thank you for joining us. Thank you. For everybody at CSRN, not only those who are behind the camera and in front of the mic, and those of us who are supporters and well-wishers, man, thank you. Thank you for joining us and making us who we are. And as always, no lives matter. No, all lives can't matter. All right? I'm like, that went None. too far. No, no, Nobody. But all lives can't matter. All until, lives can't matter until, until black, black lives, lives matter. matter. And black, black lives can't, can't matter until all black lives matter. matter. Justice or else? Peace.